0: What's up everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Balcony Chatter podcast. I am your host Andrew McKenney with my co-host Tim Taylor. And man, Tim, look. <laughs> Every week I look forward to us having a positive week where both of our teams do very well. Uh-huh. and well, why do you? I mean, that's a poor approach, but yeah. I just I look forward to it because I want I want, you want it. I want something nice to happen for once, okay? Right. Yeah. And it just doesn't happen. You know, the, the Bruins are so wishy-washy. The Celtics are... Uh, we'll, we'll get into it, but... I, I, got, I, two, all right. I, I got two I think, things to start. I got two, okay, two go things ahead. to start. First of all, I hope we started this episode with
1: stains. It's been a while. Because yeah. <laughs> it's been a minute, and we've got quite a lot to cover, and no, none of it seems good. And secondly... Um, There's a there's a good chance, Andrew, that our our teams have broken the idea that one of them can only be good and one of them can only be bad. And they they seesaw because they've seemed to both have fallen off the seesaw and and are sitting currently flat on their asses. Yes. Uh, Not looking good in either department at the moment. Uh, A lot more worrisome on the parquet, in my opinion. But, yeah, we'll get into all of it, I'm sure.
0: I say we we start with what's fresh Because we're recording this after the Bruins Lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins And I think we just roll with that And then I got things to ask you About the Celtics But let's get this this Bruins disaster out of the way first Um, So it was just me solo last week So we didn't really get a chance to talk about You know some of the games that have happened And you know The Bruins almost lose to Buffalo Who is the worst team Maybe ever um, so they almost lose to them. They end up winning. They could have yep. easily lost to to New Jersey. They end up winning that game. Um, well, they did lose and then they won against yes. New Jersey, but
1: which which is important,
0: right? But they lost. They lose the game tonight against against Pittsburgh. And none of these games looked like they were any good. You know, the last game they came back and they ended up winning, Um, but it wasn't. You know they had to come back. They had to dig out of a deep hole for that, and it, it's not looking good for this team because there's no secondary scoring really, like consistently. And now we're getting to the point where we're not even seeing like pasta score and these guys that have been scoring. Yeah. So that's right. where the real struggles are coming because our power play is is terrible, and then five on five it's scoring it's dead on arrival. Yeah, if five on five scoring is almost just as bad, I mean it's almost non-existent. Yeah,
1: it feels did, like the uh, few games at the beginning of the season when we got nervous, and then we turned it on. Yeah, we need, and a, that, we need a switch again. We need the we, the cars off. <laughs> Someone I, I'm needs to gonna, find the ignition.
0: It's a hot take, I think, but nothing is changing unless unless there's a uh, roster change up here. Wow. I don't see it, I don't see it really getting better. I think that there needs to be some form of real shake up, and I don't think that means like you know get rid of half the team but I think it means yeah. that we need to get two guys in here or something that might energize some of the other players around them or bring something new to the table because um, it's very clear that that teams know how to play against us.
1: I won't go I won't expect you to rattle off at this juncture who specifically they need to be but what area do you think these like position-wise these guys need to be
0: or or style of play as well. I think that you need a top let's I'm just gonna go. I'm. I'm not gonna be extremely greedy. I'll take what I can get. I get. I guess. But you need a top four defenseman.
1: Okay. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't disagree. I thought we were lacking in defense, and I thought. I mean, I. I didn't say at the time that I thought the defense was playing almost out of what it seems like they were able to do. But I. You know. I. I. I had said that I was wrong and that we had a legitimate defense. But maybe I wasn't too wrong. Maybe well, I quit on myself a little early. But I we're know also, we're injured, though. We're injured. We're getting injured. We're, we're beat every up. Game. Yeah, I mean, you, but don't you? But even a, at full strength, would you still want this top four guy?
0: Of course, yeah, and that's my absolutely. Point. And I and I think that it's not. You know, McAvoy's playing about thirty minutes a night. That's that's just too much. Um, yeah. I know that he's going to be your number one guy, but yeah, he, but let's, <laughs> let's let's see if he can him. make it as long as Chara. Yeah, not right. half, not half the distance. Right. So, you know, well, we we definitely need that. That is a, that is a key position that they need to address and they absolutely have always needed a top six forward yeah they need a winger for creche or they need they need somebody who can slot in over there i don't know if they shake up the lines and they get a guy that can play with bergeron marchand and put pasta down on that second line i don't know and i don't care but they need to do something about it and i know it's easier said than done but i mean you you have to address these issues or else you're just knocking you're you're actually going to miss the playoffs yeah like we're on the verge right now. Buffalo ended up doing us a favor last night by by beating Philly because they're hot on our trail. And, then and that was really the, kind of them to break their eight. What was it? Eighteen game losing streak. It was at least, yeah. It was just around there. It was 18, so eighteen, nineteen, yeah. Thank so you. yeah, I mean, it's they're right on our on our heels, and and the Rangers aren't far behind. And the way that we're playing, if we drop off another three, four games, then we're out. We're out of the. I mean granted there's plenty of time left but we're so out of a playoff play. spot there's yeah. a, where's and where's the when's the deadline uh april 12th or 18th it's some it's in a couple weeks it's coming up yeah
1: so okay.
0: soon you know but i also don't see why you ha, why you wait until the very last day you know like we yeah. need the help now so if i mean I, able, I
1: i told you i'm worried i was worried going into the season and again something i also backed off on based off of how we played in the, like, over the last three months but I was but, worried about dropping these these meaning meaning what you would look at as meaningless games because there's no such thing as a meaningless game in, the, in when the seasons structured this way and that's what's happening we dropped numerous to New Jersey numerous two at least two of them that were just one nothing losses just not even getting on the board and the um, Islanders as well I mean the Islanders but I mean like the Islanders have backed it up Right. I guess. And but sure, we need to be able to hang with them, especially if we're going to say this is a cup contending team. But, you know, whatever. The Islanders have our number right now. Maybe these moves you're talking about can address that. But, you know, dropping dropping to New Jersey, you know, even giving these these team points, it's just it's not good. And, and we don't you know, we don't catch a quote unquote break again for two weeks either. When we got Buffalo on the thirteenth, we got Pittsburgh once more, then Philly back to back, Washington, Philly again, Washington, and then Buffalo, then back to back Islanders. My God, I would love to be over five hundred in that stretch, but
0: I, yeah, I don't, I, I, wouldn't put money on it. Well, and here's the thing that worries me is that if you look back and you really think about how we started the season, yeah, we won a bunch of games. I think we, we, it was like ten, we were like ten and two or something like that. Yeah, but. How many of those games did we actually come back and win? Like, it was almost every night that we were coming back, whether that was only down by one or two or, what, or three, whatever it was. But, like, we were coming back. We could have lost a lot of those games. Yeah. We could and be honestly, in a lot worse spot right now. We
1: totally could. But, like, and I mean, not to always, like, I feel like I always find a way to draw it back, but I remember doing a lot of that in 2011. And like almost to the point where you have this masochistic nostalgia towards it, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, yeah, we, we are, we're that team, like, and the Celtics keep trying to do it, but they don't
0: they don't end up actually winning um well and and that's the other problem too is that this team doesn't have that grit, they don't have the fight it's like they just don't seem to really care as much as you would hope yeah. and like when they get down in games, they're not making big hits, they're not making no. big plays, they're not doing any of that, so there's nothing that there's no redeeming quality to get them back into the game and and it's it's definitely concerning because those things are what you need like you need somebody to go in there and you know rough a guy up he doesn't necessarily have to fight but he needs to make a big hit or he needs to make a big play or whatever or something to get the team rallied or to get the fans rallied or whatever and and it's just not happening now and it's like when they go down they're still doing that passing it to nobody or pass turning it over and I've seen more turnovers this year than I have in a couple seasons combined, it seems like. Yeah. It's concerning, man. I don't know. Obviously, like I said, they need to do something. They need to make a trade or two or whatever, but um, there's some guys that were playing last year that aren't even, like, playing now. Like, like Wagner has been, I'm pretty sure, getting scratched. And is yeah. he's off of COVID now, and he's not playing. So, I don't know what's going on. No. So it, it's, it's, I don't know, the, the only thing I can keep saying is it's concerning because it doesn't seem like there's that much fight in this team, and once they get down, it seems like they're down and out.
1: Both teams that we cover here on the Balcony Chatter podcast, it does seem that there is a lack of playing for the full, uh, be it 48 or 60 minutes. Right. Um, there, There's a complete and utter missing. There's always a missing piece, it seems. Even in wins, it seems like. Things got too close, or something, for both. Uh, yeah. It's a lack, yeah. It's a lack of playing through. It's a lack of, you know, not to drop another Boston sports team. But Belichick says we got to play all sixty minutes. Remember when they lost that Miami game? You got to play, you know, you got to play the entire game. And the Celtics, it's obvious, it's obvious, glaring missing parts in you know the second and third per- quarters where they just disappear. Bruins it's just sometimes they don't show up for entire games it feels like or some people do and it doesn't work for them and then other people just kind of coast I don't know I don't get it but it's it's it does seem like on both parts it's an effort thing
0: and it's it's been so back and forth because at the beginning of the season we were great and then we had a little bit of a lull and then we went into that point of the season where we were talking about Freddie every single game where he was ruffling everyone's feathers and he was he was playing that dirty game and it was and it was like fun to watch and it was something to talk about and now it's like they're not he's not doing that someone told him to back off he's not making big hits he's not even chirping that much like saw some tonight but it doesn't seem like he's chirping he's definitely not chirping like he was you know so i i don't know i don't know man i don't know what they're gonna do but they need some grit in there they need something
1: well, if he was told to back off, I wanna know the details of that and I wanna understand that and I wanna remove whatever's against that because I mean, shit, we were winning when he was doing that. You know? I'm not gonna we give it all winning, the credit, but scoring? it's a much better attitude. It's a much better attitude. And yeah. it's and it feels like this thing that we always talk about that's called Bruins hockey. And I believe in it, you believe in it. We both believe we haven't really seen a full version of it in quite some time and it kind of looking that way for a minute i don't know what the hell happened you know i was
0: thinking about this the other day um because it's kind of it kind of bums me out i know that the league is going to a more like finesse type of of league and it's all about speed and all that but can i ask a quick
1: tangent of that too are you worried about espn's effect on that do you think espn's gonna drive it towards finesse and away from violence Um, I won't say violence. I'll say policing and grittiness. You want me to say violence, you cancel (laughs)
0: culture, you sterilizing people who don't even actually watch. I think it's just the way of the league anyway. I don't think ESPN is going to have any effect on that because we all know that ESPN kind of sucks anyways. So Mm -hmm. it's like they're going to try to suck the fun out of everything no matter what. Um, I don't think that they're going to be the nail in the coffin for that. Mm Mm-hmm but what I, what i was trying to say was like if you think about obviously all the way back to the very beginning of the bruins but let's just let's just start at like terry o'reilly almost every generation of people or every every 10 years or so there was always somebody that that was that guy that made it so that it was fun to watch and the, and there was like fighting and there was sticking up for your teammates almost like you go down the you go down the list you go terry o'reilly you go cam neely pj stock and then you get into like you get around to lucic and and thornton and mm-hmm. then all those guys and now you don't have that like you don't have that at all it was almost like every every bruins team for the most part like had a guy and we don't even have that
1: yeah i agree and, and we so haven't, i haven't i don't think we've really had it in a true manner since thornton uh, no, I, I mean, I think we've seen glimpses of it, and I mean, I think Richie was looking pr- kind of like it for a minute, and then that someone seems like someone told him to back off. Right now, we're seeing the same thing with Freddie, and I think it's, I don't know, I think it sucks. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, we can sit here and blame like and say that it's about the women winning, or like it helps us win if we play that way. And I'm sure there's plenty of arguments against it, but like one of the f- main arguments for it is that. That's just how it is. Maybe that's not the reason why, but I tend to think they're not just randomly going hand in hand. I think well, when we have I that also... style of play where the ba- we can get back to being big bad bruins, I believe in it. I buy into all of it. And it's and it hasn't been present in a while and you know, we made a cup run without it really being present. Wouldn't you agree? I
0: mean we didn't really have it that year. We didn't really have it, but we at least had guys that were tough. I mean, you look at guys like Achari and and Bacchus was tough. I mean, he was obviously a little bit made of glass in his uh, in this tail end of his career, but you still had Chara and you you know, you did have some of these guys, but no, we didn't have that we didn't have that one guy. Yeah. And and I think it also really feeds a little bit into why we're getting so many injuries. And like, yeah, these injuries a lot of them are freak accidents, but some of them are from like really hard hits that are just be the teams are taking liberties against us because who's going to stop them. Marshan like he body he body slammed some guy the other night because that's all he could do. Like who's going to stop any of these guys. We don't have a guy on our team like, like Reeves or like, uh, you know, I'm not a fan of him, but Evander Kane, you know, at least somebody who's going to be almost like a little bit of a loose cannon and is willing to do whatever it takes to stop, this from happening to their team we're missing also
1: our legitimate elephant in the room you know Chara. yeah say what you want about his age or anything but a lot more of this feels like it's happening with him gone and i know we've kind of been picked on a little bit here and there but he would still you know yeah maybe he wouldn't fight but he'd jostle you around and he, well, he wouldn't he <laughs> he'd wouldn't make you not want to do it again
0: right that, well, we and, don't have that guy you know, I said that to somebody the other day, and and look, we all love Bergeron, and I am so glad that he's the captain of this team. I just don't know that letting Chara go was at the was the right decision at this time. No, I think that I Bergeron, of course, was going to be the captain, but you know, if we wanted this win now, we, like if we wanted to win now, we were going to pick up a couple guys. I think having Chara here would have been way more beneficial than letting him go because we're I mean not only are we hurting on the back end yeah but just the leadership alone I don't that's, know this team yeah. is lacking that that's that, just all it comes down to is we're lacking something some things I guess
1: yeah I mean leader leader is lead, uh lead, calling it leadership is a uh that is an indictment of Bergeron
0: but I don't. I like. I can't. I don't I can't know that it's leadership. I don't him. know
1: that I'm on your t- on your side there. But if it is leadership, it, that's an indictment of the captain. It has on my
0: side, with which part?
1: I don't know if that I believe that it's a leadership issue. I do think it's like a, we don't have a policing presence, and I think that's a major problem. No, no.
0: I don't necessarily think it's a leadership issue. I think that having Chara here adds to our leadership and makes us better. Yeah. Like I don't think that the reason that we're losing is because of of l- us lacking leadership. I think that. Any leadership that you can add is only beneficial to you. It's only going to help you. It's not going right. to hurt you. Right. But I guess so. a problem,
1: a major problem with that is it's irreplaceable.
0: Right. Unless you get the guy back, which isn't going to happen. And there's not many people in this league that have more experience than Chara. <laughs> no. There Ma- is, uh, maybe no. any, actually. He might be the oldest at guy this, in the league. At
1: this point, I don't think there's any, yeah. Right. Now that Yager's finally been...
0: Maybe Joe oh. Thornton. He's got to be getting pretty Joe's, close. Joe Joe
1: actually might have him. No, Joe Joe definitely has
0: him. But yeah, um. I don't know, man. What all I could say is that we need to make a trade or two or three or whatever it's going to take. And and I know it's easier said than done, but I think that that's what it's going to take to get this team back on track. All right. Get a little are, bit of a shake up and and go right. from there.
1: Well, I got at least one more question for you. Give me your hot take. I'm ready to I'm ready to see him go. Who who's up for grabs for you if it means getting the right pieces? And again, you don't really need to tell me who the right pieces are, but uh, who who is expendable from our current roster?
0: See that that's that's a loaded question because it's more so like who are you willing to give up for future? You know, like because I don't think that any roster player aside from Jake DeBrusque is getting you anything except maybe Anders Bjork. He's been playing well lately, and Those he's are the young two enough. guys.
1: Those are the two names
0: I had in my mind. Right. But I think that you're not getting anybody big without giving up picks, for one, with those those players and a, a prospect who is, like, a high-end prospect, whether that's Vakanainen or Stadnika. But I think you're going to have to get rid of one of those two guys in order to make a trade that is going to benefit this team enough, like get a player that's good enough to, to help this team grow. Okay, but so, how's Providence right now? Apparently Providence is loaded and they're doing very well. And they've then playing sell very well. some
1: goddamn picks.
0: Yeah, I don't care about picks. I really don't. Like I don't give a shit. My I, thing if, is, if we
1: if we want to win before Bergeron's gone, before Krejci's it, gone, exactly. While Pasternak still cares, while all of these guys are together, Marshawn, everyone, Tuka's still in net. If we want to win, get yeah, get rid of these picks. Especially if yep. Providence is loaded. I'm done. I want. You got. I want at least one cup now, and I will shut the hell up for twenty years.
0: Honestly, you got three. You got three years to to get it done. Like, do you really care about first round picks over the next three years? And they
1: probably do because they what we haven't really had one in so long, right? Wasn't that a we've thing?
0: Had, we've had plenty. I mean, we've had enough. Like, th- that's the thing. Is like. No, I'm thinking of the Pats. Yeah, fucking. It, I don't. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> Okay, I, don't I just it. I just think you give him up, man. I I think you do, and you you trade away some of these players like Jake Dubrascky and, and Bjork, who is, is, are good. Is
1: Don Sweeney's seat safer if he doesn't take these swings with draft picks with guys
0: that don't even exist yet? No, because if he misses the playoffs, I don't think his seat is very safe. So, like, I don't think that he's going to get fired, but I think that if the next season isn't a, but this team might not make the playoffs. Exit, do you think no, he? I, that's what do you I, think I these
1: te- yeah, no All right. So, do you think he thinks we're cold right now?
0: I I do. I honestly do. Okay. That's so why he I thinks don't think this that team's better than
1: they than they have. It. Okay. Yeah.
0: Damn. Which I maybe. I agree. Yeah, I maybe. agree with that. They're, well, they're, they're better than they
1: are, but are they? The, but are they a cup
0: contender? Those are two different questions. Exactly. Yeah. They're better than they're playing, but they are a piece or two away from being cup contender. Yeah. Well, let's see. We got
1: two weeks. Let's see, and also let's see if the NHL makes a big splash in, on itself. You know, it's been—I feel like it's been just as busy as the NBA has in recent years, and it's—it's it's fun. Trade deadline's fun, so it'll be interesting to see how these next few weeks play out.
0: Well, I'm, I'm especially with
1: you... people getting traded to different pools. You know, right. there's going to be guys just going getting plugged into completely different systems. Right. So, honestly, it's—it's—it's it's, it's the. It's the rarest and most unique knock on wood that I think the trade deadline will ever be.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I it's it's the strangest, that's for sure. And I heard they
1: knocked down the uh, the the quarantine time for Canada or something to so like three days or something. They knocked it down by three days, I think. I think it's
0: or yeah, went or, from t- yeah. it went
1: from ten to seven, I think. Yeah,
0: yeah. Just to like motivate, I don't know. That's still like probably three games. That might be tough. I don't know, but I, I'm glad that you bring up the trade deadline because last week when when I was talking to myself, I was like, "This would be when I would ta- when I would ask Tim about the trade deadline for the Celtics." <laughs> yeah, and man, you, know you what? rocked it though. And and I I want to know now. It's even better because we've had a week of these players coming in, and you know. Not Even really. better is a pretty loaded uh, sentiment. Well, no, I Andrew. just, what I mean by that is it's it's even better because you have at least a little sample size of these players that you got and yeah. what they might, you know, what you think they're going to do moving forward and if they might live up to the hype or, or, or not. So um, let's run through the trade deadline real quick before we get into how bad they've been. <laughs> I mean,
1: they're going to go hand in hand, baby. I'll find a way to tie it All together. Right. And honestly, it's not me, it's them. Ain't it the truth? Um, okay. All of these, uh, all these feelings are loaded. I, I'll, I'll preface by saying, okay. Um, there's a lot of different sides to how I feel about it, um, and I want to also address some over, some overarching, uh, you know, like th- thoughts in in Boston Twitter. Uh, specifically about removing Brad Stevens, I know we've dr- addressed in the past uh, i've had a lot of time to think about that um so first trade we 'll talk um, two second round picks and Jeff Teague. thank you for uh <laughs> Evan Fournier uh i'll preface by saying i've hated Evan Fournier my entire his entire career I don't know why he just he's a guy who rubs me wrong. And I kind of sat and I thought on it for a minute. And really the reason I hate him so much is because he's been a Celtics killer. He has, Uh, which is what I would have said last Friday. And now we have he (laughs) he's had the he he holds the worst Celtics debut in post three point era. Is that good? That's good. It's remarkable. (laughs) It's incredible. It's I don't think good's the word, though, actually, I'll take good back. But it's pretty remarkable. He went 0 for 10, 0 for 5 from 3, two air balls, zero assists, and, uh, well, he probably only did that in a, in a few minutes because he was off the bench, right? No, 33 minutes of play. Missed layups. Wow. Remarkable. Um, Listen, outside of all of that, yes, he's played pretty bad. He, had a, you know, he couldn't have a worse game than that, and he scored some points. Yes, I think he finished with 6 or whatever. Um, He's here to stay for the season, uh, which is a weird sentence. But uh, he's going to, you know, he's, he's a part of the. He, I mean that in the sense that Brad has said and stated and promised he's going to have significant minutes. So he's just something to get used to. He was averaging 19.7 points in Orlando, almost 20 points. We just got a 20 point st- scorer for getting rid of Jeff Teague and two second round picks. Any single way you cut it, even if you did not want this guy, this was a good trade by Danny Ainge. Hands down. Right. And, like, I know he's played, like, trash and whatever, and you could have wanted Aaron Gordon. We don't know what Aaron Gordon, what the demand was for him. We don't know that he would have ever given that up or anything like that. We just don't know. So, That's I think no matter what. Take. I mean, it's just, it's just a fact, though. Like, two second rounders. The last thing Danny needs is to hold on to any more goddamn picks. We need to win now. You're adding someone. This is the closest to Hayward's productivity that we've brought in since the offseason. It is, and I'm not saying it's a Hayward plug, but it's the closest thing towards productivity like that that we've brought in. It's just like Evan Fournier. It's a weird move. It's not the big move everyone wanted. It's a good move, even if he walks at the end of the year. It didn't cost you anything, and we. Get, and now Brad Stevens can't possibly put Jeff Teague in the game anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your dream come true. My dream
1: come true. I not my not mine alone either. Plenty of other people's dream. So moving on to. Trade number two, three-way trade. Uh, we get Luke Cornett and Mo Wagner out of it, um, and we send Daniel Tice and Javante Green to the Bulls. Um, I feel like this one had to hurt you. It did. It did. I uh, if if you want to ask me if I'd rather have Daniel Tice and Javante Green than Mo Wagner and Luke Cornett, even with Luke Cornett just being a three-point god so far and Mo Wagner getting the start because, um, you know, Bob Bill was out with illness, which was not fun yesterday. Um, I would much rather have those two dudes. The fact is, at the end of the year, Daniel Tice was going to get paid $10 million and it wasn't to be in a Celtics uniform. So, and it's sad to see Javante go, but he was really, I don't think, ever going to be a meaningful part of this rotation. And I think he got ample opportunity to change that. But, um, you know, never did. Um, So, it's it's hard to see Tice go. That's a great business move. Danny Ainge made positive moves this trade deadline. Did he do anything to really make this team into the top tier? No. Are we maybe middling in... We're going to stay afloat at where we're at? I think so. Are we playing like that? No, we're just going down further. But, so, <laughs> I don't know. dude They're both good trades. It wasn't the move that we wanted. We've now struck out. I mean, it's also nice having this update now, too. We've now struck out, because last week I just would have been like, let's see if we can get anyone at the buyout. Don't think so. And lo and behold, no, we're not getting anyone at the buyout. At this rate, I'm just still on the same thing we've been saying all damn year. Just sign Isaiah Thomas. Why not? Why not? Why not get the boy at this point. Why the hell not, dude? What are, what else are we doing? Whose minutes are he taking? He, Pritchard could maybe learn something from him. He could maybe learn defense as a small guy from Pritchard. Maybe there's reverse socialism going on. And so I don't know, but let's just, why not? Let's find out. Let's take a swing. Why not? I just, just sign the guy who the hell cares. We still have money with the trade exception so it's just it wasn't the deadline you wanted and it definitely wasn't the buyout you wanted and we were no closer to contending but robert williams has a solidified starting spot as we've wanted um i don't know (laughs) i really don't know and i don't know what's next either so i don't know we are what we are and that's a team that loses games they should win and as i've mentioned earlier in the podcast uh just takes chunks of time off in the second and third quarter do you, do you think that we miss the playoffs? No, because there's 10 teams that get to make it now, and that's the only reason I don't think we miss it. Okay. Oh, my God. I think we could easily be ninth or 10th. I don't know, maybe Fournier clicks in. Brad's going to give him 30 minutes a game, so. That's <laughs> dope. Know. And then to go into the Brad thing, as much as I have plenty to complain about and everything like that, No. Don't fire Brad Stevens. I'm tired of this take. Who? Yeah. Who do we get? Who the hell Dude. comes in to coach this team? KG know, is the is the is the Boston Twitter I've been seeing. KG? He's never coached in his life.
0: What no, do you mean?
1: Dope. Brad Stevens is on the brink of his seventh consecutive playoff playoff run. Half the teams he did that with. You didn't know you don't know who the fifth starter was now. You look back at those starting rosters and you're like, "I don't remember that guy." And he's in 3 out of the last 4 years he's got us in the Eastern Conference Finals. And you want to get rid of this guy. No, I don't. I'm over it. No, not you. The, just there's <laughs> plenty of I'm I'm sure I'm yelling at someone listening. I know it's, there's someone cuz far They're too looking, many Celtics fans ta- think it right he's now. He's talking about me, man. Dude, Shout out to and yes, I'm a big Tar Heels fan, but just for the sake of basketball fandom everywhere and in the culture. Shout out to Hall of Famer Roy Williams. I'm so bummed you're retiring. Congrats on your career of being the head coach of uh, you know Kansas originally, and then of course the last few years winning three titles uh, last 33 years, three titles with the North Carolina Tar Heels. Um, all I'm see- Brad Stevens started trending today in response to him retiring saying Brad went to grad school at UNC, Brad should go and coach the Tar Heels.
0: That is <sighs> literally never going to
1: happen. I'm so, yeah, you like Brad's going to go to North Carolina and coach the Tar Heels when he just said no to the school he's like admired his entire life as someone who grew up in Indiana. Shut up. Oh, man. I I mean it's me. I'm just reading the Twitter. People My, are kind this the entire thing. Though. I'm dude, I'm i I'm tired of I'm, I'm tired of Celtics fans this year. And come at us. I would love to hear anything. I would love to hear an argument. We'll get you on the air. We'll have you call in. We'll call you. Whatever. Bring I'm, it t- on. I'm just tired of it. I'm I'm like make me the argument that makes me think, okay, yeah, fire Brad Stevens. Otherwise, I'd shut lo- up. I'd like Enough. to hear it. I'd love to hear it. I haven't heard one. I'm tired of it. I feel like I feel like a positive Felger today. <laughs> if, that, oh. if that ever existed, I'm I'm I, I'm anti-Felger. That's what I am right now. I sound like him, but I have good ideas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, that's that's a good take right there.
1: That's it. We that should be a <laughs> that should be one of those like radio ad nuggets for our show that we should <laughs> start making and floating around.
0: <laughs> Put those on TikTok. Oh. Uh, Oh yeah, we're on TikTok, people Oh yeah, we haven't we're, announced that on here and We're popping we're on bo- We're boomers, but we're on TikTok We're, we're t- talking and ticking or whatever I don't know what they... What do they say? Uh, Pass Pass, yep Anyways, we're on there We're doing stuff We're posting stuff And, um, you know, it's going pretty well It's going much
1: better than either of the Boston Sports franchises right now <laughs> Yeah well, Andrew, we got something we're looking forward to in a few weeks. Should we announce that?
0: Yeah. So I, I I know that we tease a lot of things on this podcast, and sometimes you know we wait a little bit too long on it. But this time, I'm just gonna say it. I'm not teasing nothing. Next week's episode, we have Chris Nyland on the episode, Let's and go. it is it is a fun one, and I can't wait to put it out. It's it's it was a great uh, you know it was great to talk to him and get some insight on how hockey was, you know, back when he was playing. I mean, it's a lot different these days than it was, you know, 20, 30 years or 30 years ago at this point, 30 plus. So um, that was that was super fun. Really looking forward to putting that out. Great guy. Um, you know, obviously really appreciate him taking some time to, to talk with us because, you know, he, he has his own stuff going on. He doesn't have to, but you know, it was, it was really cool. And and I hope you guys enjoy that one. So definitely be on the yeah. lookout for it next week on Friday. Yeah, um, I got time zone screwed out of being part of that one, but I cannot
1: wait to listen to it. I'm, I'm hyped. And, <laughs> and, and uh, you, you said he said he'd come, he, he'd come back. So I hope we can get him on. Yeah, it'd yeah, be super love cool to to, to to talk to, to him.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. But yeah, and so then, that'll uh, be out next week. And then a uh, couple more weeks after that, I don't know what we're gonna do content wise, but. We're gonna be going to some in-person games
0: together. Let's
1: go. Namely, Tim, Daniel Tim Tice's return. Out. I'm coming. I'm going to Boston. I'm full vaxxed, and
0: I'm coming out. And everyone should be, be terrified. We're gonna be go. We're we're gonna go on a tour of Sam Adams, looking for your cousin from Boston. I'm gonna fucking kick that guy's <laughs> ass. Sorry, on <Aunt> Penny. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna kick that
1: guy's ass.
0: Oh, oh man. man. It's going to be fun. I want the residuals. Hello? Um, Where are my royalties?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So mad. So (sighs) mad.
0: But, no, we're going to have to figure something out for that. I mean, when you come out, we'll definitely be recording a couple episodes, and and then the games will be super fun. So, hopefully... Um, we can have a good time at those. We're going to be hitting up a, uh, uh, at least one or two Bruins games and and a couple Celtics games, maybe. So, yep. um, looking at least forward seeing to seeing Daniel it.
1: Tice's return. Oh yeah, will, will we make a sign? We might. We'll see. You're, not. You're, they're
0: they're no fun police right now at the Garden. No signs allowed.
1: Why? Because you might Kobe. pass you might pass it to someone else and they'll hold it. Y- yeah. <laughs> I don't don't know, but. (laughs) What's the difference between a sign and a mask?
0: (laughs) You could pass someone your mask. I don't know. No. Hey, there was a guy at the. So, when I was at the game the other day, there was a a worker with a a sign standing at the end of of the aisle, and Mm -hmm. it said, please mask up. Okay. Which is fair. That's fine. Yeah. He had his mask under his nose, and he's telling people, hey, man, you got to put your mask up. Hey man, you got to put your mask up, uh, and and uh, and he's literally holding this sign in front of him. The sign probably like kind of explicitly says "over your nose" too at some point, doesn't it? It just says "please mask up," and this guy can't even put his on correctly. I just thought it was funny. You know, I'm not I'm not making this a big deal. I'm just saying I thought it was hilarious um, and kind of ridiculous that he is the one that's enforcing the rule to wear your mask properly, can't even do it himself. But anyways. We ended up winning that game, which was great, so that's all I have to say about that. What's the deal with concessions? Can you eat and drink inside, or you got to, like, do it outside? No, you can, but you ha- it's all, like, uh, electronic. You have to do it on your phone. You have to buy everything on your phone and then walk up and be like, here's my code, and then they give you your stuff. Okay. And then you, you, you have to, like, they want you to eat and drink, and immediately, like, you take a bite, put your mask up. You take another bite, put your mask up. You take a sip. Put your mask up, Wow. Because a lot of people are taking advantage of that being like, what? Look, I'm drinking this beer. And they're like, you got to put your mask on. We know that you're not drinking the the beer. Like, you're just... Saying that you're doing that And he's like Look I'm taking a sip Right now dude Dude yesterday and then, <laughs> Yesterday during the Celtics
1: game the, Someone just cut to the fan In the stands Like screaming something And everyone Just like the head coaches They all pull their mask down To scream it <laughs>
0: like, Yeah I always think That's hilarious <laughs> It
1: is I mean th- you do sound dumb When you yell behind a mask uh, So I get yeah. the I get the uh, sensation But <laughs> it's just <laughs> uh, we're back baby all right so here here's
0: here's what the deal is gonna be we're gonna get back on track the Bruins and the Celtics are gonna start winning some games so that when we get back to the games wow. when you're out here we're gonna get some wins and it's gonna be fun and everybody's gonna have a good time and everyone's gonna shut up and it's gonna be a great time okay all
1: uh, right okay
0: all right do i do I get to hold you to that yeah yeah
1: go right. go for it all right cool. Uh, the Nuggets got better when they added Aaron
0: Gordon. Anyways. Um, God. <clears throat> Anyways, Chris Nylan on the, on the podcast next week. Yes, sir. Friday, April 9th. So be on the lookout for that. We're going to tease some more stuff this week coming up about the episode. And it's going to be released. And it's going to be great. Hell yeah. Well, stretched or stained maybe. Whoever you, whoever you are. <laughs> Come, Come on, on in. It. We'll catch you next week, guys.